Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to FestPod, the unofficial rock festival guide. This is the place for news and rumours about your favourite rock festivals, our music guide for the month, and some special things that we've found in FestPod favourites. So let's welcome my fellow hosts, and we are now in our final form. First of all, it's Lee Ellingham. Hello, Lee. I can't get used to this. There's too many people now. There's, there's, there's too there's too many of us here. It's weird. Okay. No, it's, it, it's awesome. Um, yeah, our, not maybe our final form just yet, but I like the look of this. So it's um, going to be interesting going forward. Okay. So I'm very nervous. <laughs> like you haven't done this before. It, do you know what? It's either nerves or it's the fact that I'm I'm nailing these this afternoon. So I might be a bit shaky and a bit high on oh, caffeine. You're on the monsters. Yeah. I had to find something. You guys are on the beer, so I had to find something. So, you know when you're on the Monsters, you need a Monsters voice to go with it? Oh, go on then. <laughs> you're drinking Monster. Yes, I am. Yes, okay. I need one of those. You do, you, do, you should get one. And we've got Rich Holmes over in Wrexham. How are you doing, Rich? Hey, I'm very well, thank you, Neil. How are you? I'm all right. I'm, I'm interested in what T-shirt you're wearing. What's, what is that? Oh, it's the mighty raised by owls. Oh, are you a massive fan, are you? I do love the owls. Massive fan, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, next we have Eamon Shorts. Hello, Eamon. Hello. Welcome to Festpod. Um, I'm not sure, are you in Stoke? Nearby, you Toxeter, so just down the road. We're, we're, we're a nicer Stoke. And small. Oh, I see, yes. Well, I there's mean, much room for improvement, isn't there, from Stoke? <laughs> Uh, it's the only way is up. That, that's all there is. Yes. Um, you know the, the weird thing is, I drive through all Utoxus quite often, and the only thing I think of is the big JCB factory that's there. 
Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. You've, you've got it nailed. You've, we've got, we've <laughs> got just, JCB and we've got yes. a race course. Of oh, course you have, yes. And you live between the two. Absolutely. There's Eamon's house. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, get in touch with us on the socials or on YouTube by looking for FestPod. If you like the show and you're a regular listener, we also now have a Patreon. We'd love your support and it would all go back into the show just go on to patreon and look for FestPod. we are all set up there now and uh, we'd love to see you there thank you very much so let's begin with the festival news uh, now we're very big fans of sleep token on FestPod, um and they have announced a january uk tour which they will be doing with north lane which uh, I'm hugely excited about. In fact, I spent this morning and the last few days trying to get tickets. Um, didn't man- manage to get Manchester, which pissed me off because that's where I live. And it would have been very convenient, uh, two miles away. But no, I've managed to get tickets for Birmingham. <laughs> so... well, that's not too so far is. away. Well, You're not too far away then. Well, it's an hour and a half or two yeah. hours that's on a train, fine. I think. So I've booked a hotel. Gotta um, love some North Lane, no support. Yeah, North Lane are, are, are going to be playing as well. I'm not sure if I've seen them at Download, actually. Um, yeah, they have played Download, have early main stage a, a few years back. Uh, and me, me and you saw them at um, Slam Dunk as well, didn't we, Eamon? Yeah, we did. It's, it's going to be an interesting mix, North Lane into Sleep Token, yeah. because North Lane have the energy and Sleep Token are famously atmospheric, so it's going to be quite an interesting mix. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be a, a great gig. In fact, I think there are tickets still available as of today when I checked. Um, but Manchester is sold out by the look of it. It said, it actually says, um, limited availability, which isn't true because you try and get tickets and you can't. Um, so, um, good luck if you're trying to get tickets for that. They're not playing very many places, to be honest. Um, they're doing a massive tour. Um, around the world, as far as I can see, they've got uh, in the UK, Birmingham, Glasgow, Manchester, Bristol and Brixton. But who knows if they're going to add any more dates to that. Would you be up for going yeah. to see them? It's something I want to do. I mean, Brixton's a massive venue for them as well to play. That's the closest see, one for me, Brixton. Going down to London. No, I don't think, I don't yeah. think I'll be going to, to that. I say it's... Um, like I said, like London to me now is an hour and a half, and I was there last night, and it just it's just a bit of a ball ache to get to now. I'm slap bang in the middle of Birmingham and London, and either way is an hour and a half, and it's just a bit much. Oh, I thought you were closer to London than that. I thought that's where you'd be. No, off I, to. I I I moved, didn't I? Um, I moved a bit further away, so I'm 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 in the proper countryside now, and uh, yes, yeah, so it's a bit of a ball ache. To oh, get you're to. in the proper countryside now, is that? <laughs> Not quite. You've not got quite to that side the of the country. When you go into the <laughs> no, not not not, oh, right. not quite okay, that so side just... of the countryside, but no. almost. Oh right, yeah. okay, almost that side of the country. I'm sure you'll develop the accent as you live there for longer. You've not lived there very long, though, have you? Not in Oxford, no. No, of course that's how they talk there. Uh, next, uh, slam dunk have announced yes. more bands for 2023. Yellow Card will be playing Ocean Avenue, uh, which confuses me. What's that? <laughs> it's 
is that a ba- is that a, um is that a stage? Is it? It's a, it's, uh, it's an album. Yeah. Oh, is it's it album. really? It's an album set. Yeah. I've yeah. never heard of Yellow Card before, <laughs> but obviously you, you have. What, what do you know about Yellow Card? Um, well, they were one of my sort of, I was going to say high school, but we're not American. One of my school no. um, bands, one of the first bands I listened to, really. Um, one of the first bands I saw live, they're absolutely incredible. I've not listened to anything for a long time, mainly because they've not really existed, but um, it'd be really good to see them on that, on that reunion show um, at Slam Dunk, definitely. Very excited for that. Oh, you're going, are you? Yes, we'll be off up to Leeds um, on the Sunday, I think it is. Wow. Because yes, um, we're going down south, um, me and Lee. We're going to the... wherever it is. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, where, the, the, Hatfield, the Hatfield leg. Yeah, it's Hatfield. Hatfield. Yeah, it's, um, oh, Christ, I think it's just outside Watford. Oh, God. Is my, oh, no. Hatfield oh. Park. So... Yeah, there we go. Well, I, I thought my screen had disappeared, but yeah, look at that! Look, look at this magic in it. Yeah, so we've got. I love it. Um, is it exactly the same sort of like? Um, are they appearing in the same order in the different north and south um, places? Do we know? Is that what happens? So, presu- presumably, yeah, they normally do. Whether Enshikari and the Offspring switch, who's closing each night? Um, who knows? But. Um, it's just a ridiculous lineup as it is. So, whatever happens, it's going to be a good day. Wow, I can't wait for this. You know, have you been to Slam Dunk before? Uh, I used to go every year, but I've not been to the new site since it's been open air. But I used to go most years to Slam Dunk. It's a brilliant festival, so it's, it's time for me to go back. I think because you go to a lot of festivals, don't you, Eamon? Yeah, I do, I do get around, and and <laughs> Slam Dunk's always one that. Uh, <laughs> with it being slut. so close to download, uh, yeah, yeah. With um, it being so close to download, it's 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 always one. It's I end up kind of losing. They have a lot of the same bands each year, which is almost a running slam dunk joke. But they always pull off incredible lineups, even with that. And I just can't, I can't pass up any Shikari, really. So there we go. Yeah, Lee and I are always um, astounded that people go to slam dunk and get to download as well. I mean, is it is it not a lot to cope with? Yes, but I'm also saying this is a guy who did three festivals in a row this year, so I'm not really one to talk, but it's it's definitely a lot to cope with. But I, there's worse all, problems all, to have, I think. It's, it's all right for you when you don't drive the way, man, so. Yeah, I am a designated drinker, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so someone's got to do it, guys, come on. <laughs> I like that. So you get you get chauffeur-driven to all these festivals. Yep. To, uh, I like, do you know, how have you managed that? Are you are you deliberately not getting a driving license? I mean, I say it's a case of you know time and money, but really it's a case of me not wanting to drink and drive because that's obviously <laughs> well, the only alternative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, do don't it. Get to drive, don't do that. Uh, no, that's that's uh, that's that's. I think I doubt that's ever going to change. Is it? Whilst that's because that sounds like a very comfortable <laughs> arrangement. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's almost too comfy, you know. It's 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 probably not practical real terms, but for the most part, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anybody else we're looking forward to seeing there at Slam Dunk? Harriet. I can oh, finally say it in one go there. Yeah, thank you for, for you. You helped me this week, Harriet. 
Um, I thought they were absolutely brilliant at Download. And to see them on the lineup, I was actually quite excited by that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've also just started doing my my playlist for the research of the bands I don't know. And I have discovered um, Charlotte Sands, um, a sort of a very pop punky type, uh, almost like singles, um, single act. Um, she's really entertaining. Um, and also Malevolence, seen them a few times. Yes. But obviously, yeah, Enna Shikari and The Offspring are the main main two that I'm looking forward to. How about you, Rich? Uh, Malevolence, Creeper, Holden Absence, all worth checking out on that lineup. There's some belters, aren't there? I think it's a really good festival, considering it's a one-day festival, and they managed to do it over two venues, north and south. And yeah. that's, I think that's quite an achievement. It, it, it is. It, it's good. And I mean, I, um, I, I missed the fact that they used to do a Midlands one um, at the NEC. Uh, that was a great, great venue for it, in my opinion. It was split well out over the, uh, over the exhibition halls and worked really well. Um, but yeah, I mean, logistically, it's it's hard enough putting on one festival on one site. Mm-hmm. So to do it split across both ends of the country, it's got to be an absolute nightmare for them. Do you think there are people who go to both north and south? Oh, a hundred percent. I've got a couple of friends that do it, and they do. They do actually sell um, weekend tickets, so you can do both. So it's it's a thing. But I mean, if you want to see every band on a lineup, you have to. But it's logistically a nightmare. Yeah, because they do. We were talking about this, weren't we, Lee? They do an after party that yeah. is is quite substantial on its own as well, don't they? I don't get the oh, yeah. after party with the London one because it's in the O2 in Kentish Town in London and Hatfield in London are miles and miles apart. It just doesn't seem doesn't seem feasible. Surely they'll have a shuttle bus on yeah. from the site down to London for that because that's just insane. How do yeah, they, how do people nice. get to the after party? Do they have to sort themselves out? Imagine so. Um, I mean, the I, I'm getting big green coach back from. Uh, Hatfield to oh, Oxford. You've decided now, have you? You're actually going to get yes. on the big green coach. It is. It will be cheaper. Plus, my car is struggling to start at the minute because it's been on the driveway and not been used for a couple of months since download. Um, the bugger don't start. So, is that the car that you got for free? I get all my cars for free because <laughs> because my partner. My, so the for context, Eamon and Rich. The first car I have, the first car I owned was from a grandfather-in-law. We took a keys off him, so I got it. And then um, the wife got a new car, and I've got that. I've never paid for a car in my life. When, so when you, sorry, when you say you took the keys off him, can, you know, can, can you give me some context on that? Was this kind of like a robbery? or He probably saw it as a robbery. <laughs> no, he's, 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 lack of a better phrase, he's ancient. So it was about time. <laughs> he's probably forgotten he had a car. He's lovely as our Ronnie, but he yeah, he's probably forgotten he's ever had a car. What a life of luxury on Festpod. Eamon gets chauffeur-driven to all his festivals. Lee doesn't even have to pay for a car. Do you pay for your petrol, though, don't you, at least? Of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Insurance and petrol and all that, <laughs> yeah. I pay for. Just the, the actual physical car itself. The physical car itself. No, never had a pe- put a penny towards it. <laughs> and there must be something that you've got, Rich, that's... that's Living the life of luxury. 
Well, I guess with my my current health situation, uh, I spend ninety nine point nine percent of my time getting chauffeured around as well. So I might take the piss out of Eamon, but at least I can drive. <laughs> I just I just physically can't at the moment. Sounds wow. like excuses to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right for some, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, European festivals have been bleating on the internet. What have we got? What's what's happened? So it looks like Nova Rock, which is in Austria, Greenfield in Switzerland, and Rock for You in Czech Republic, um, they've all started announcing bands, and it seems there's a number of bands that are all playing those festivals around the same time as download. So it's probably worth mentioning that the band, some of those bands will definitely be playing download. And I think for one, I think we can 99.9% guarantee that Slipknot will be playing download. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It just seems like that's an obvious one now. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they've, they were due to do their not fest this year, but then they cancelled that and haven't rescheduled it. So it's looking pretty much nailed on that they might even bring not fest to, to download. Is what I'd say. I'd go that step further, but yeah, I'd say slip not nailed on, and I'd probably put Parkway in that same list as well. There, you've also got like Architects, um, which would be amazing uh, playing download. Obviously, they've not played download in years. Obviously, they had to cancel the last time they were due to play download. Um, so that'd be really good to see them, especially quite high up the bill, which I imagine they would be. See, I don't know how you can predict that these bands are going to be at download uh, based on what's happening in Europe. I've never understood that. What What do you... What, fest, what goes on fest, there? It's fest, festival maths, isn't it? You look at, yeah, look I like at the, this, look at the gaps. I like your look festival maths. Go on, teach me some festival maths. You look at the gaps in the schedules. And you, you've got obviously your travel time to, to factor in there. And if they're a headliner, are they bringing their full stage show with them? You've got to factor in that kind of load out, load in. And it just kind of make, it makes sense, you know. It's, is it mathematically possible for them to bring the show over? And these fit in for me. And I, I would agree. I, I think we've probably got Slipknot and Parkway. And possibly Architects nailed on. Um I mean, there's there's nothing really on on that on on our list of bands here for these European shows that I'd be disappointed with. You know, are are Parkway finally going to get the download shove? It's a headliner. Are we finally going to see it? I mean, it'd be nice to see a new headliner. It very much would be, and Parkway Drive will bring the show to do it as well. So I think it would be the right one to choose for next year. Just, but I'm I'm a Nova Rock lineup. It, there's one act that if if Download have the guts to to book them. I want to see Scooter at download. I, I want. To I, see do you know what? I think that'd be fucking amazing. I really. You get. I tell you what. I thought about this. If you get them to headline the Avalanche stage, the third stage in that tent, yeah. Like, or either opposite the, the headliner or just before. I'm sorry, Scooter would have that tent rammed, and it yeah. would be a lot of fun. It's One like that. Years. What's that bar? The the cocktails bar they have where they're always blasting out tunes like that and that's always full of people just loving it what's that called a rock tail co- cocktail isn't it there you yeah. go and people love it don't they i can see that happening yeah i i, I, I love it I, I wish i could spend more time at the uh the rock tail cocktail bar and throw some shapes uh <laughs> just, some, just some cheesy <laughs> dance music that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who knows one day you might um yeah 
but yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely love to see that, that kind of bold, brave booking again at download and have have some kind of dance act because there, there is crossover and you know, rockers, metalheads, they love a bit of cheese. Let's let's be honest. You know, three a.m. They'd be three a.m. But scooter that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, that you know, you could be in the doghouse. Are they playing some dancey, cheesy, dancey stuff? And all these big hairy metalheads, such as myself, top of the voice, giving it large to dance music. Do it. I think there's room, isn't there, for, oh, for more than just yeah. sort of the regular this, road this, to what we get. This got to be because it, it keeps it keeps festivals fresh, doesn't it? It keeps people yeah. coming and it brings new people in as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But you don't want to go too far and end up like Reading and Leeds. God, no. That's all I'll say on that matter. That's all I'll say. I honestly think we'll be safe because there's too many... I think the the crowd at Download is is a bit more mature. And I mean that age-wise, not actually acting mature. I mean age-wise, which I think... the, The Sunday at both festivals, it just turns into absolute carnage. Which I don't think anyone at download, especially in the RIP, would anyone would tolerate. So I, th- I think we'd be safe. Yeah, I can't imagine download ever turning into what happens at Reading and Leeds, where they're throwing camping furniture and there's a, basically a riot goes on. I can't ever see that at download. We're just not that kind of people, are we? No, and I mean we've well, had we had what year was it? We had Chaser Status going into Prodigy and. You know, if you're going to drag any of that kind of crowd, it was going to be that year, and it was absolutely mm. fine. Oh my god, I would love to have seen that at Download Pilot. Um, me and Lee went into the um, the silent disco. In fact, you weren't there for very long, were you, Lee? Actually, but I was there for a bit longer. You went. No, and I got. I got too. I, I was. I was too drunk on the Jack Daniels that you you were giving me. So I decided, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> um, but yeah, the 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 silent disco. They 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 weren't playing metal particularly. They were playing pop tunes or you know high energy dance music. Um, and the, the the atmosphere in there is something I'll never forget. Um, it's not something I've ever, ever been to actually. This the silent disco that happens at Download because I know that it happens. Every year, doesn't it? There's a silent disco. But I've never felt the need to go. But this one time I did, and I loved it. And I would definitely go again if it's, <laughs> if it's that. It doesn't have to be rock. It doesn't have to be metal. It can be anything that just gets me going because I was off my face. You see, I, 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 I love a good silent disco. I absolutely do. But I just, it's just so much effort now, as I feel as I'm getting older, to, to, to make yeah. that track. Uh, uh, you know, at the, at the at the end of the day, and walk to the village and throw some shapes, and <laughs> re- you know, probably wrestle Eamon at some point as well. And and I just, I just, I'm getting too old for it. I'm getting too old to be able to to have these these full days of of just debauchery. I just can't do it anymore. Rich, we're never going to get to see these shapes. Oh, you will do. Don't worry. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find a way. There's always a way. <laughs> Even if it's just in the campsite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I'll, 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 bring, I'll bring my decks, right, with a generator, Ooh. right, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get some bangers on at camp, and we'll just we'll get, we'll get kicked out of Park Farm. It'll be all good. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that. Um, so, 
Uh, Paramore have announced a comeback signal, uh, signal, <laughs> single signal. Um, and it's called This Is Why. What, what, are, what are your thoughts on, uh, on Paramore? Well, so Paramore have always been this band that will always evolve. Every album's been different. Almost every song's been different. Um, this particular single, which came out a couple of days ago, I, I can't say I'm the biggest fan of it, whether it's a sign of what's to come. It's very, I compare it to kind of two-door cinema club-esque. It's very kind of indie pop driven. Oh, yeah. Um, which isn't a bad thing. It's it's not my cup of tea. It's it's certainly not, if you're expecting misery business, it's you're not going to be happy with it. Um, but it's it's a sign of what's to come, and I'm I'm open to it. But it it doesn't hit the mark for me at the minute. I have to agree. It wasn't what I was expecting. To be honest, I was expecting something heavier than that. Um, I'm not not that I'm a fan or anything, but um, I have heard their stuff before. Um, yeah, and- it, it it very much sounds like a a middle of the album kind of song, not a lead single. Um, so it's an odd one to choose if there is something more upbeat on the album, but we'll, we'll see what's to come. I yeah. get the impression. I get the impression they would go down very well as a headliner at download. Again, a lot of the talk on the forum is they would only do a headline slot. And I think with all the, I mean, they've had two UK number one albums and the last album peaked at number four in the UK charts. I mean, would that go, I'd, that'd go down well, surely. See, see, I think they'd split more opinions than Biffy Clyro. But I, I think okay. with their modern sound, I think they're a Reading and Leeds band, but I'd be happy with them headlining. I'm happy to welcome them, but I, I think they'd split opinions. I think they'd sell a lot of tickets, but I think they'd split opinions. But it should be headlining. Are they a bigger band than Biffy Clyro? No. That's a, a very defiant no, then. Are they, are they fuck? Yeah. Are they fuck? I'm on the biff. I'm on the fucking biff. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, no. I mean, would, could they fill up? I mean, I just find it hard to see them headlining, that's all. I could never see them headlining. I could, I could see them headlining second, second potentially. Uh, I couldn't see them headlining main. Um, uh, I, I, I totally agree with Eamon. I think they... The the, the 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 vision that it would cause would be absolutely unreal. Uh, I got nothing against the band. I like you know quite happy to listen to their earlier stuff. I mean, this new single which I listened to whilst you were making a cup of tea, Neil, was it's shit. Um, in my opinion, <laughs> well, yeah. it's not for me. Not for uh, me. It's not for me. Um, but no, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't see them. I, th- I think. We're, I think they're probably a few years too late to headline. And I think they're probably a few years too soon to kind of come back as a kind of nostalgia act. Mm. Yeah. They've passed their peak, which is unfortunate. Um, now, there's... Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at the next story. Um, <laughs> so um, one of us really, really loves... A particular band. <laughs> yeah. And it's Lee. <laughs> Go on, Lee, tell us what's going on. Right, yeah. So um you will find um Envisions will get mentioned at least once every podcast. Um 
Uh, I saw them at the Boy Takeover in 2018, I think it was, and just, as the music suggests, I just fell in love. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, and they're just, getting, they're just getting better and better and better, in my opinion. And I met them um, at the last gig I saw them in March. You've touched them, just, haven't you? I have hugged. I have hugged the drummer, Josh. Um, and Did was you in lick licking one of them, or was that just no, my imagination? Uh, no, I was within licking distance oh, of, right. the, of of Ben <laughs> when he when um, I saw him in March. Like literally, where my camera is here, this is how far away I was from him. That's very close. And it was pretty close. Do um, they know of you? How much you love them? Do they know that? I doubt it. You know, I'm just really. I'm j- I'm just another guy with a podcast, so I'm probably just I'm probably no one to them. It's fine. You know, okay. I'll find other ways to get them to notice me. <laughs> yeah, lick them um, next time. Yeah. yeah, I'll actually lick them next time, yeah. Yeah, they'll notice you then. Yeah, but the oh, news, the yes. news I had, the news I've got for them, um, they've released an instrumental version of the last album, Deadlock, which I gave a bit of a listen to earlier, and obviously I already know it anyway. Um, it's just fantastic. It's how like Sleep Token did a instrumental version of their latest album. I think... If this is the way that some bands are going to go, it's awesome. It's a really good idea, I think. Um, yeah, instrumental album. I'm a massive fan of it. Uh, they've also got new merch for anyone that wants to buy their merch. I'm plugging them, and they probably don't even know who I am. No. But, you know. I, I really like instrumental albums that have um, a counterpart that has vocals in it. I'm just interested... I mean, partially it's because I'm a radio geek and I like analysing different audio things. Um, but I, I, it, it's it's like a different album, isn't it, when you listen to the instrumental sometimes? Because you hear things that you wouldn't have your attention on because a lot of the time you want to have your attention on the vocals. The vocals take your places. But then when it's just obviously the music, the, the music takes you places that are potentially different. And I, I love the the idea. Um, I'm not really sure who else has done it, because I, I can only really think of Sleep Token and Envisions. But I know there are other people who've done it. There are a few. I couldn't name any off the top of my head. I'm sure I had... I have, um, I had a t- I tip my tongue then. But I'm sure there's loads of bands that do it. Yeah, they can't be the only two ever. Definitely not. <laughs> no, because this is a thing, isn't it? I thought so. It's definitely a thing, but... I can't think of any off the top of my head either. No, um, it's weird, isn't it? Because we, we we all we all think this is a thing, but we can't think of anybody who's actually done it. Um, but yeah, I, so have you actually listened to this instrumental version of Envisions? Yeah, I gave it a listen to before um, before coming on, um, and yeah, it, it the, the, like like you said, there's something different about it compared to obviously. I know there's no vocals; that's the obvious difference. But there is just that slight, this slight difference to it. You just think that, like the album to me was amazing anyway, and then to be able to not hear it with vocals, actually hear the music being played, it, it does. It adds something. It's really, I'm, I have no words for it really. It no does, good adjectives. It does something. I think it does good things for. Well, perhaps I mean I say this with complete um, guesswork, but as a lead singer. You've got to have a bit of an ego, haven't you? And so to approve an album going out that's just music without you on it at all, unless you're a guitarist or something, that's that's balls, isn't it? 
I imagine vocalists actually do a lot more than we think they do. There's, I imagine it's not just the, not just sing along. They have a lot of input and imagine, yeah, like you say, they've got to obviously give a nod to say, yeah, let's do that. It sounds like a great idea. Um, yeah. They've, I, yeah. I, they've got to have confidence in, I don't know. You've got to be in a, a particular place mentally, I think. To, to say, yeah, let's do an album without me on it. Yeah, fuck me, who cares? <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> so yeah, balls, but in a good way. Um, Foo Fighters, who I am a big fan of. But I, I know that a lot of people are not a, a fan of Foo Fighters, which I can never quite get my head around because... Anyway, uh, but Foo Fighters um, have announced details of a, a new best of compilation album. Do we need another compilation album from Foo Fighters? Do we not have enough already? Uh, you got you got to ask the question: Why now? What, what, what what's happening? Is, is this, if this is going to to, to Taylor's family, some you know some of the proceeds from this, then I understand that. But why now? It just seems to be, and I don't get me wrong. I like Foo Fighters, and I'm devastated that I've never seen them headline download. Mm. Um, but it's just very, very odd timing, just off the back of the tribute concerts uh, for yeah. Taylor. I, it just seems like cashing in. Well, yeah, I mean, especially when you look at the fact that it's coming out on vinyl, mm -hmm. as well as uh, CD. Um, you know, you're not releasing stuff on, on physical formats you know um without an eye on how much it's money it's going to make you because yeah. they do make money they make more money because people want to collect them don't they because oh, very often people will buy the digital version they'll buy the cd version they'll buy the vinyl version and whatever else comes out alongside it so it is money making so yeah un unless it's making money for the cause um i don't really know I know the, the fact that the CD version of this best of has 19 tracks and the vinyl version is 21 tracks. So it's making you buy both, isn't it? Essentially. It, it is. Yeah. 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 I think, I think I'd have liked to have seen some unreleased stuff on there as well in an, in an essential Foo Fighters album, as well as the hits, you know, we've all got the hits, but mm. some unreleased stuff, a few unreleased tracks would make it worth the while, I think, but. Yeah, I mean, it's something like, um, you know, studio, other versions of the same songs that we already know, or, yeah. you know, uh, other takes. I'm always interested in stuff like that. Of the, of the tracks that we all know, and we can all sing along to, we know when this vocal comes in, we know when this guitar solo comes in, or whatever. We all know the tracks inside out, but it's just other versions. Like demos like, or whatever, demo versions, or, like that, that'd be great. Yes, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. That I think would have more value because we've already got the, most of these tracks, um, and to sell them to you again in another compilation album, it does. It, it, you know, it's hard to see it in any other way apart from let's get some more cash in. It, you know, and it's 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 a bit ghoulish to think that that they would I, be cashing in on Taylor's I, death. But I, I, I mean, the, the flip side is what happens to Foo Fighters now? What are they going to do? What are they going to yeah. do moving forward? Do they, do they replace Taylor Hawkins? Do they call it quits now? Or is this kind of the end of this this phase of the Foo Fighters and we see the brand, uh, the band almost rebrand themselves and 
explore a different sound. And if in which case, if that's the case, then I understand exactly why they've done this. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the end of a a phase. Yeah. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I've heard that they're going to carry on, but I haven't heard anything more than that. Yeah, I mean, that's all I'd heard was there was there was talk that they were probably going to carry on, but it was that there's been nothing kind of official coming out, is there? Did any of you catch the tribute concert? No, I caught I the Wembley one. Yeah, the Wembley one was good. Um, I'm going to confess, I did shed a tear when I saw um, his, uh, Taylor's son get on the drums. Son. Absolutely amazing! Just yeah. and it was a hell of a um, an atmosphere. Even watching from home, I would have loved to be there. I don't think I'd fully appreciated what the concert was going to be. Um, never mind even trying to get tickets for it. But it, it was it was good. It was good. I think it was a nice tribute. Yeah, I think it was done really well. And, you know, Dave Grohl and the rest of the band put in a massive stint that night as well. Um, yeah. Playing for like about 75% of a night, which is ridiculous. But we know Dave Grohl's a workhorse and just loves it. So he would have wanted to do it for Taylor. So it was good. I'm, I'm just so... I've, I'm so sad for him, though, because it's... To, to lose a bandmate twice... I mean, wow. Of course, it's just the curse of Grawl. <laughs> the curse oh, uh, of Grawl. Is he going to find a replacement? Morbid, but, mm. <laughs> 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 who, yeah, who, who wants to take up that position now? Who, who will they get in? But I mean, they had plenty of drummers in there, didn't they? They had loads of people on the stage. Um, sat there, some of whom I didn't really know who they were. Do, um, do, you, fan, do you fancy it, Eamon? I mean, I'll, I, can, I can hit stuff. Not in time <laughs> anymore. Uh, but that's all it takes, right? I'll just get a big backer track. It's what the professionals do. <laughs> uh, do we have any instrumentists here? Do you play, have, are you playing any instruments at all? Not no. I mean, I used to play the drums, which is why Rich makes that joke. I used to play the drums back when, back in college in a band. We were terrible. Like, really? honestly terrible. Um, mainly because of me and my influence. So <laughs> I dragged us down. Um, but we didn't help ourselves. Uh, but I've not oh. touched them in about 15 years. I'd say. Do, you still, do, you, do you still have any drums? I have, like, a little drum pad thing, but no, I don't have an actual drum kit. I'd, I'd love an actual drum kit to get back into it, but that involves money and neighbours that won't get angry. Oh God, that's the only thing, isn't it, with uh, with with drummers? Yeah, you can't yeah. really drum quietly. No, it's um, a bit of an issue. <laughs> um, so next, what have we got? So Ozzy is in the news again. Is it just me, or is Ozzy all over the news at the minute? He's and, and Sharon, they're all over everything. Uh, I can't seem to get away from them. But anyway, <laughs> I quite Osborne, like it that way. No, well, I like Ozzy. Um, I, I'm more. Well, what's the what's well, How would I describe that? I, I think I'm more fascinated that he's still alive, and and that they're still together, and their lives just fascinate me. I've been interested ever since watching I the Osbournes. Divorced. Are they not divorced? No, no, they're still going. 
Oh, he's I thought all, they he, got divorced. That he's all, he's only yeah. still alive because Sharon wants him to be. <laughs> he actually died 30 years ago. Yeah. He's now just a mechanical robot. <laughs> yeah, well, that would explain a lot in 2016 when we saw him on the stage at Download. Um, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Uh, so uh, the last oh, well, story that we've got, yeah, well, yeah, yeah he was. I know, Rich. He was. God, I'll say, it, I, 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 I respect everything he has done, and I expect everything that Sabbath did for metal. But God Almighty, man, have a break. Enjoy your enjoy your retirement for the eighteenth time. Right, just, yeah. just enjoy life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he doesn't need to be on the stage anymore. He doesn't need to be writing records anymore. He can just enjoy what's left of his long life. Um, so the story that I've got, there are many stories about Ozzy currently out there um, and Sharon. Uh, but the story I've got is Ozzy Osbourne's release Unheard Taylor Hawkins Collaborations, which is an interesting one. Um, he's not somebody that, I mean, I know he's a rock legend, but he's not somebody that I would have ever associated with Taylor Hawkins. Um, but apparently they did collaborate. There's a bunch of stuff in the bank. That's always, that's always an interesting phrase there. Um, a number of, uh, this is, where's this from? Planetradio.co.uk reported on this saying a number of songs that Ozzy recorded with the late Foo Fighters legend Taylor Hawkins will be released for a new project. And again, it just smacks of, Money making, um, you know why? Did, why didn't these get released when he was alive? It's because there's interest. I know it's really cynical for me to say that, but I just think I can't really see it any other way. Although I would like to hear what they sound like. Yeah. So there's so on patient number nine, the album he's just released is there's I think two, three tracks which Taylor drummed on. Um, but obviously they did more during during those sessions by the sounds of things which are coming out. So. The, the, the tracks that Taylor drummed on are, are really good, but they also feature, I think, Zach Wilde's on one of them. Well, Zach Wilde's on most of them. But like that whole album's just full of full of guests. You've got Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton. Like It's just full of guests on that album, and it's really good. But I'm interested to see how much he recorded with Taylor. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of, of Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm interested in stuff he's recorded. I would like to hear Taylor it. Swift? Taylor Swift. Shit. <laughs> Shit! I don't know why I don't even like Taylor Swift. Wow, liar! Where where's that come from? Because you uh, like Taylor say, Swift. Obviously, you're I subconscious. Like Taylor Hawkins, then not Taylor Swift. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> fuck off, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I don't. Know gonna of, hate. I don't know if any of us has ever been to Glastonbury. <laughs> I'll, I'll appreciate um, that little joke, Dirley. I, I, I got thank you. it. Yep, yep. Thank you for acknowledging. So I'm not a fan, so I, I don't get it. I've never heard you of any of this Yeah, How can you not know hate is going to hate, hate, hate? Why would I? Because he's a player. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You, you can't cut this out. This, this, this has to stay in. Your love <laughs> yeah. for Taylor Swift has to stay in. Okay. Let's see, um, is it all right? Okay, fine. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know whether any of us has ever been to Glastonbury. Um, probably not. But uh, they have announced 2023 ticket details. 
which will be available in early November, which is a month later than usual. Um, now, this is interesting because Glastonbury, there's always a, a big rush on to get tickets for Glastonbury. And it's potluck because it's so popular. Um, I wonder why they're announced uh, having uh, going on sale a, a month later. Um, There's usually a pre-registration so where you have to upload a photo and all sorts of anti-tout measures. So it's probably likely why they've announced so early. It's on at the same time between uh, June the 21st and June the 25th. Um, so uh, let's have a look here. Who have they got lined up? Um, Arctic Monkeys, Elton John, Harry Styles. Are those, confer- those confirmed acts? I've not seen anything They're confirmed. rumoured headliners for the Friday, Saturday and Sunday. That's a good lineup. If they're, to be honest, um, I mean, Arctic Monkeys, they, they've got a massive tour at the same time. Why would they be yeah, doing they've Glastonbury just announced as well? a massive tour, haven't they? They have stadium tours. Why yeah, would they would do Glastonbury up. as well? well? I mean, they'll probably shift all those tickets. So they are, they are huge. I forget how big Arctic Monkeys have been for a long time. Is it just a tour that they've got out now or is it an album as well? Uh, I'd imagine think, there's an album coming if there isn't, but I yeah, haven't I think th- I think that's right. I think it's because they apparently they actually um, smashed their leads in Reading slot, so um, the the the, yeah. the hype around Arctic Monkeys is back. Oh, I see. Yes, they do get hyped up a lot, don't they? I only like the first two albums, but I mean that that's that's just me. It seems that you've obviously got the loyal fans that have list that have got all albums, and and yeah, now they're back. They're going to be big again, I suppose. At Glastonbury, they're going to draw a massive crowd, though, aren't they? I'd imagine so. A, oh, it'll be huge. A, a band that's been that's going huge. for, what, 20 years? Fuck yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it's right down, years. like, Fuck modern years, Glastonbury. Yeah. yeah. It's right down modern Glastonbury fans, like, Avenue as well, for what they like. You know, bands like The Killers, Arctic Monkeys, they're going to get huge, huge, huge slots. Massive slots. Massive slots. Huge slots. Uh, <laughs> Giggity. Um, <laughs> sorry. Don't apologise. Um, this this podcast is all about the innuendo. Yes. So don't apologise. Yes. All right. Um, now then. Mar- <laughs> uh, now, this next story from Metal Injection. .net um, is Maroon, the headline here, Maroon 5's Adam Levine says, no hot chicks listen to metal in case anyone cares. The arbiter of all things metal scene related, Adam Levine. Um, I am a Maroon 5 hater. I think they're bloody dreadful. And I would not spend any of my time, valuable listening time on Maroon 5. And I had to Google who Adam Levine is. I'm I'm that much of a I'm not a fan. Um, this is this is an awful thing to come out with, isn't it? I mean, he's not doing himself any favours. Guy's a tosser. I mean, I, I, you can yeah. sue me if you want. He's a tosser. Yeah. Yes, he is. It, it seems it seems like such a stupid thing just to come out. So like he's trying to bait people to talk about him, and obviously we are. It's, like it sounds so funny, like no hot chicks like metal. That's that's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, all, all, all the hot chocolate metal. 
Exactly. I, I think only hot chick like Mel, but you know. Exactly. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, why is he even talking about metal? Adam Levine from Maroon 5. Uh, because on, he's irrelevant. He's, he's just trying to be relevant, isn't he? It's, 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 it's That's like it. Keeping he's, himself he relevant. He's just totally irrelevant. Um, yeah, he's. Um, there's a, they've, they've pictured him in a bin. <laughs> on metal injection. And that's where he should stay. Uh, that's probably the correct place for him. Um, I just don't get I just don't get him. I don't get his music. I don't understand what he wants. What do you want? What do you want from us? Uh, <laughs> he, he wants that. He wants this. People are talking about him. People are talking about Maroon Five again. We're, we're giving him airtime, and the guy's an asshole. So let's let's go. Let's move on. Can I just say, <laughs> I I well, yeah, I watched um, on YouTube a documentary about Nickelback. Oh fucking hell! Now, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> well, this where is are we it. going what, here? The, the documentary was, and it was only 20 minutes, why does everybody hate Nickelback? And it I, took 20 minutes? Yes, it did. <laughs> Amen, it did. Um, it goes back, I'm going to paraphrase, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to praise you this now for you. Some comedian on the, an American show said that they were crap once, and it was used, it was cut and used as a promo for this comedy show on Comedy Central in America for like six months. And it was repeated constantly. Nickelback are awful. Nickelback are awful. Um, and then it just pervaded the internet. And everyone hates Nickelback because everybody else hates Nickelback is basically the bottom line. Um, and also, um, I think it's called How You Remind Me. First um, single, yeah. Yeah, that got absolutely played to death on American radio. And it pissed a lot of people off. Um, so, I mean, I can understand that. I can understand, you know, cause there's the songs that I hear that fucking piss me off and I have to switch the station over. Uh, and so if it's on every, there was a period when it was out that it was never not being played on a radio station at some point in America. So you can understand why people would be getting pissed off with that. But I mean, it's not a bad tune. I think it's just that they're, 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 they're what I would call very easy listening country rock. Or, or, and it, people just, because it seems so simple, the music as well. That's why so many people are interested in it because they can sing along to it. And, yeah. see, and I'm sure people who can play instruments can play along to it quite easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's why it's so, why a lot of people do like them, but then why a lot of metalheads don't like them is because it's, it, to me, it's boring. Safe boring that's it it's 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 safe rock music for the radio and it's just sometimes it's just naff i i I don't hate them i don't love them but i don't hate them they are they they are what they are and it's spot on it's it's almost like that kind of that soft rock kind of something you can throw on on a sunday afternoon when the family's around have on in the background nobody's gonna be offended by it and i think that that's it i think it's it's very simple and straightforward, but we don't. Music doesn't have to be constantly overly technical and, and pushing towards that kind of next mm. technical whatever whatever you're doing, the guitar or whatever. It doesn't need it. Sometimes you just need yeah. a guitar, a bass, some drums, three or four chords, 
catchy little melody. Mm. And it's enough. And it's you've got to, what you've got to remember is is that they weren't ever a band that were aimed at metalheads. They no. they were aimed at the mainstream, and that's exactly the yes. box they're in, and that's exactly what they've done very, very well throughout their career. See, I, I compare them to the Spice Girls. And uh, hear, hear me out here. It works. It works. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. We're, I want to know where this is I'm going I'm very now, intrigued anyway. by this comparison now. Well, um, I'll tell you what you want, what you really, really want. Go on. Um, Go on, then. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's very, very simple, right? If, uh, if you're out at a club and Spice Girls wannabe comes on, you're singing along and you're having a dance. Mm-hmm. But you will never say you're a Spice Girls fan. And it's the Fine. same if Rockstar yeah. comes on in a rock club. Everyone will say they're not a fan, and a few people will go out to the smoking area. But most people is going to be stood there singing Rockstar. Like, I think everyone secretly likes them, but are afraid to admit it. <laughs> except That's us. an interesting... I like except, that, except, yeah. Except us. We can, we can all happily admit here that we don't hate them. They're just not our number one. But I, I agree with that, totally. Like, yeah. It's, do you know what? I'm the same with Bon Jovi. I oh, Christ. Like bon Jovi. No, not for me. <laughs> I don't like Bon Jovi, but... If I've had a few cans and you stick on living on a prayer, I'll be singing it from, from the top of my voice. Oh, it's it yep. does. I can't bear it. I can't fucking bear it. No thanks. Switch it off. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, you know, I know he's very popular. I know a lot of people like him, but I just don't get it. And that's my. That's- my thoughts on the subject of Bon Jovi's hair. Oh, um, stunned silence. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that says Everyone's it all, doesn't shocked. it? Yeah. Yeah. Neil doesn't like Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um... <laughs> I like this one. This was I like this one. You, you need to get the picture up, because we were talking okay. about, you know, the Adam Levine thing and no hot chicks like metal. Right, well, mm. we've got an example of an absolute fucking stone-cold stunner, right? <laughs> She's a hot babe. Right. She is hot as, hot as fuck. I want her. Hot as hell. I Look at her there. Uh, retired, <laughs> retired couple sued for blasting Iron Maiden. Now, this do you think this is going to be us in later years? Oh, for sure. Um, as the old say, this is from vintageheavymetal.com. Uh, they say, as the old saying goes, if it's too loud, you're too old. However, this retired couple have proven that there are no age restrictions on totally rocking out. Um, he's 81 and she's 71. Um, oh, no, that's, that's no, this is this is the neighbours. Um, their new neighbour disturbed them with... Oh, no, this is... No, I was going to try and read the fucking article. Uh, apparently, the 81-year-old man and his 71-year-old wife felt their new neighbour disturbed them with some annoying sounds. Doesn't say what they are. Uh, that's when the retired couple decided to take revenge. They pointed their stereo speakers towards the neighbour and played Iron Maiden, twisted the volume up to 11. Uh, and when police responded, uh, they... <laughs> You've messed out a massive paragraph here. Yeah. Other neighbours noted that the issue started in October when the new neighbours arri- arrived and their sex life was too loud. It was reported to the police on several occasions that the new couple would go at it all night. 
keep in mind, this is a retirement community. Much respect. (laughs) (laughs) The much respect is needed in that. That's hilarious. Wow. Oh, my God. I hadn't seen that. Okay. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) When police responded to the music disturbance, they'd resorted to forced entry tactics since the retired couple refused to answer police commands to open the front door. We're guessing they couldn't hear them, you know, on account of the prisoner blaring loudly. Thankfully, no shots were fired. Apart from the old man's. Um, so this is interesting. So a retirement, um, community, you, you don't hear, I mean, you don't, I mean, I've, I used to make deliveries to retirement places like this when I used to deliver, um, like food from Morrison's and stuff like that. Um, and they were all very sleepy places. They were all quite frail <laughs> to be honest. Um, so to, to see, um, sort of neighbours at war this I think there's a show in this I would like to see this played out I don't want to see the old people having sex obviously um you but, prude uh, <laughs> yeah Lee's well up for that <laughs> I mean I, I'm quite happy to star at this in a few years time if I'm an 81 year old who's still getting balls deep yeah. right and I'm loud enough for, to piss off the neighbours then life's good right <laughs> it sounds like it and if your neighbours are playing Iron Maiden back at you, it's better. Well, can we have another band other than Maiden, maybe, for me? Yeah, well, yeah, me too. Who are you choosing? <laughs> uh, Maroon 5, I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 Maroon 5, yeah. 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 Well done. <laughs> Maroon 5 versus Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm liking that. This sounds like a retirement community I want to be a part of. Um, so, uh, let's have a look now. So she, and she is a stunner. You're absolutely right. Um, so, uh, punk rock factory have canceled their U S tour, which is a shame. Uh, the UK and EU tour is still going ahead. Um, I know Lee, you like punk rock factory, don't you? I, oh, I miss them a download, but I thought the the concept of what they play, obviously the, the very pop punky versions of all our favourite kids TV show uh, theme tunes. I think that's brilliant. I think well, I, did, I managed to hear them play the Pokemon theme tune, and then we I think we walked away because that was it. That's all I needed. But yeah, I think, there are, I think <laughs> you were satisfied. I think I was. I think that's a, like, I mean, it, I think that, that was a, that's a great sort of genre great. to hit. Kids' themes tunes from the nineties and eighties as pop punk. Uh, I, I it like is great. Me and a- me and Amos saw them at the first ever gig, which was Bloodstock. That was the first ever show they'd played. Really? They played the Sophie stage on on the on the was it Thursday, Amon? Oh. Yeah, it was a Thursday night. It was a Thursday Bloodstock. night, wasn't it? A Bloodstock. Uh, and it was full, wasn't it? The tent was full. It was. They were just incredible. Did you know they what the act like was going to be before you turned up? Yeah, yeah. And were, were yeah. they? So tell me, what what was that? was it as good they, as you thought it was going to be? They were everything I wanted and more. <laughs> wow. you've, like you, you've never seen a tent full of metalheads. Go back to like the dance tent at the download pilot earlier. Like this is a tent full of metalheads singing Disney songs. It was just incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen them, and I feel like I've missed out. 
it's it's, it's worth it's worth going to see them it, it's very good fun i've seen they do put little videos out now and again on their instagram which i quite enjoy um they're only little snippets though and i feel like i need to see the full the full experience to be honest so um I don't think they're... I mean, are they on any lineups so far? Because I know they're still going around the UK, but are they on a festival? Have you seen them on any festival lineups yet? I haven't. Not currently. I, I'd, I'd expect them at Slam Dunk or Download, to be honest, next year. Cool. Look out for them there. Um, Burn It Down Festival in Torquay has announced its dates for 2023, and early bird tickets are on sale for £36. Now, we did cover Burn It Down Festival in the last episode. But what did we say about them, Lee? I said the lineup was awesome, um, to, put, to, to put it simply. And the the reason that I think we, should, we definitely should keep mentioning it is purely because um, the lineup they had last year, surely they'll be able to rep, they should be able to replicate that quite easily. Um, Wargas- Wargasm, Death Blooms. If you like that sort of new, new style, sort of the new style of new metal, um, it's definitely a festival to go to. Um, I've got nothing else to say on it. Like, the, it's quite a small festival, lineup, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a, a little two-day festival in in, in Torquay. Um, but they had some big, big names. It's like um, that Castle Fest I mentioned last time as well. Like they had some as everything unfolds, yeah. Death Blooms, Harriet. Um, on their lineups, and these are just small fest, small day festivals or two day festivals. Sorry, yeah. Um, those are the, those are the sort of shows that should definitely be worth that we should we should definitely be seeing more of or put our money towards. I think again, like Rabid Fest in Oxford, uh, November. Yeah. Um, it's got Red Method, and Red Method have played Bloodstock a hundred times, I think, and they they were uh, the body takeover at Download last year or this year. Sorry. So I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yes. Um, Which was the band that you got smashed around the face to when we went to the body takeover? I think that was Borders. What were they called? Borders. Borders. Yeah, that, a, I think that's right. Yes. Took a smack in the face at Borders and then missed see the Nakira. So I was not. Uh, I mean, because you were in the medical tent. I only because you forced me to. Having your face glued up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gone if you. Had no, you would have happily it. continued moshing with a, a, a blood squirting out of your face, wouldn't you? I wasn't literally squashing out my face. <laughs> was just dribbling down the lip. Just a dribble, not if a squirt. If there's no blood, it ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I agree. Um, so that's going on. And also, uh, last story in our festival news. Uh, Metal to the Masses is returning. This is the um, Bloodstock... Um, what are we calling this now? What's the, what's the correct way of putting this? It's, is, it, is it like a talent sort of thing, isn't it? It's like they're looking for uh, new bands, aren't they? I mean, it's essentially a glorified battle of bands, is what it is. It's it's in its in its core form, but it's more than that. So that's just the first what thirty cities announced um, taking part. There'll probably be another ten or twenty on top of that, and it's just it does wonders for like the local scene. So these venues get packed out for for your unsigned bands that have never played the festival before, and it gives them a massive, massive shot. And they play in front of you know some of the festival bookers and just some people have got good eyes on the scene, and it's it's a massive opportunity for bands. Have you ever been to any of these uh, heats? I've, I've yeah. been to several, both myself and Rich. I've 
regular at the Stoke one, of course. That's my local one. Um, a lot of Stoke bands tend to get booked as well, which is a good time. Like Hellfected last year, absolutely phenomenal band. But yeah, they're, they're good heats and, and they absolutely pack out venues that otherwise would be quiet. And how does it work? Do you vote or do they have judges or what? So it's, it's, it's a bit, it depends on the venue to be honest. Normally in the heats, it's a voting system. Um, so in the initial heats, um, you go to the bar, you stick your name next to a tally about what bands you want to go through. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, sometimes if, you know, if Simon, who's the guy who runs it all and runs a new blood stage at Bloodstock, um, he'll have a bit more of a sway, so it'll go on votes and his and other Bloodstock bookers' decisions. Um, but he'll sometimes book one or two bands from the lineup. You know, it's not necessarily just who wins; it's it's who he thinks will be a good fit for the bill. Wow, great! That's you know, it sounds really good. I'm surprised you've not been to one of these, Lee. No, I've I've always wanted to go, um, and there's never been one that's that's local to me living near oxford now i'm hoping and there's a question for you guys that have been as do you ever recall ever being one in oxford because i think that that'd be my most local one to go to but i'd be looking very at that lineup, if it wasn't yeah i mean looking at that lineup it'd be milton Keynes, but even so that's a that's a trek and a half for me same with london it's just it's just it's, it's just a it's a long way away just trying to have a look at the uh, the list of places that might be easy for you to get to um leicester maybe but who wants to go to leicester i think not and i, I think you know the reasons why i won't be going to leicester hole. it's a big shithole um <laughs> <laughs> as someone who used to live there i can confirm it's a shithole um well they, do they announce more dates or is that it um, yeah there's yeah there's possibly more. more to be added yeah Okay, fine. Right, well, perhaps there's a chance for you to go to, to one that's more local for you, Lee. Hopefully. So, yeah, fingers crossed. All right, so uh, that rounds up our festival news. Next, we're going to talk about gigs in the guide. So what gigs or festivals are coming up in the next month or two? Uh, that is what we're going to cover from now on in our unofficial guide. Uh, but first, before we get into finding out who's playing, someone has played and Lee went to see them. Let's have a, a, a look at um, a gig review. Yeah, if you saw um, our Instagram, you'd have seen, obviously, that I put up a, a few videos, a few brief videos of the obviously the, the, band, the gig that I went to last night. Um, went to go see Vola who are a Danish prog, uh, prog metal band. Um, saw them back in Bloodstock in 2017 and just, again, fell in love. Well, they're absolutely amazing. Um, and I've never been to the garage before. They're playing at the garage in Highbury in London. Um, and first up was the sport of a four-stroke baron who, again, they have a track called Prostitutes Part 2. Um, and it is a... Was that why you went? Yeah, do you know what I thought? It was I mean, the name implies that already. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, yeah, you just think like go to, go to see them, and they're just going to chuck out prostitutes out, out of the stage. You know, it's. But I was disappointed. No, pros- no prostitutes. Off the stage. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, started really, really well. Uh, they were a great, great opener, great band. Uh, it's quite sort of a almost like a. a a stoner psychedelic sort of type a very heavy heavy band i'd almost like compare them to a bit like devin 
Devin Townsend, who actually had a lot of influence and did the mixing for the recent album Classics. Um, yeah, they were a really, really good opener. And I think they didn't get a, a, a massive reception purely because I don't think a lot of people in the UK know who they are yet. But I would recommend Four Stroke Baron to anybody that wants to um, wants to try something new. Uh, next up was Voyager. Uh, Voyager have played in the UK a few times. Uh, they were, I think they've done Bloodstock a few times. And they were supposed to be the Australian entry for Eurovision last year. Oh, I know you're thinking, wow. I know you're thinking, Australia's not in Europe. But they do stick an act from Australia in there for the last couple of years. Randomly. And Voyager... Yeah. Voyager was um, down to the final in the Australian category, I suppose you could say, and they were they were told no by the judges, but they did get a lot of the televote. So the people wanted Voyager. I don't understand the, the judges. judges didn't. Like, how does it all work? You know, people vote at home on the phone. Then you've got this other lot who are actual judges from somewhere or other. Then they somehow combine the votes, and then you get a, a result. I don't understand how it all works anyway, but. Um, no, you know, I'm, this... I'm 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 by no means a Eurovision expert. I've only just started getting into it. To be fair, um, but it kind of sucked. Like the wife told me, the Voyager were, were potentially the Australian entry, and I thought that's amazing because they would have gotten my vote a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it wasn't to be. But they did. They did have a bit of a dig at it uh, last night. Oh, did they uh, talk saying, about it? Yeah. So they played the track that was supposed they were supposed to play for Eurovision, and they basically <sighs> said. Um, the jury said no, but the people said yes. <laughs> I uh, love it. Which, which seems to be the way. I think it seems to be the way at Eurovision. Uh, the, the, jury, the jury do seem to have a lot of a lot more sway than the people. Yeah. That's that's how it was. They played that track, which was amazing. They played my favorite track, Ascension, at the end, um, which which I was very very happy about because Four Stroke Baron did not play Prostitutes, which is my favorite track of theirs. So I thought it was going to go down that route, but it didn't. Um, Vola, um, yeah, they they were they were fantastic. Again, a very small, relatively unknown band in the UK, um, but they were they were they just they hit it off straight away. It was amazing, um, and I had to go home early. You know me, Neil. I never stick a full gig. No, he's never there till the end. He never sees an encore. No, I, I again, I had to. I have to leave early. Because now I don't live so close to London anymore. I've got to leave early to get home and meet, make the last train. Um, so I did miss half, literally half of the show, which is a shame because they were fucking amazing. But I hate leaving <sighs> early. It's just a fucking worst feeling. It happened this year I to me at Download. I left one tent to go somewhere else and thought, these are shit. Why did I leave? Who was that? Who did you leave early? Just I can't remember now, but else? I remember it happening. I can't remember. Don't know. It was they were play, they were playing in the um, the fourth stage, and I thought, all oh, right, it's time to go to see this other band. I went to see them, and they were fucking crap. And I should have stayed, and I couldn't get back in. You've learned a lesson. Don't leave early. I have. I don't want to. And you've learned I, I, it as well by the sound of it. I don't want to leave these shows early. It's just sometimes that I I just have to. Um, I was glad I left Download early this year. I didn't want to Good see more. Biffy. I just wanted to go home. Saw Good. Corn and then went. We've all been there. We've had to leave early, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, it it happens when you get a lift somewhere. Yeah, it Um, happens. Um, But my overall review of 
Vola, Voyager, and Four Stroke Baron. Go and see them if you can. Listen to their music because it was a fantastic show. And uh, hopefully um, they'll be on the festival scene around uh, the UK at some point this year. Next year. Sorry. Great. Yeah. We'll look out for them on the uh, the, the circuit um, after Lee's recommendations. Uh, but now moving on to um, actual gigs that we can look forward to. That's gigs and festivals. Not so many festivals because we are... As we record this, 30th of September, it's end of the festival season. There are a, like one or two, surprisingly. There's like some, some indoor festivals, which I'm quite pleased to see. Uh, but to start us off, we have um, Biffy Clyro, who are doing a tour um, in the UK. Uh, they are, does that say eight? They've got eight shows on. Um, I know that Biffy Clyro, not everybody's a fan, um, but a lot of people are, so they'll probably want to go and see this. Oh, nine upcoming events. That's just, why is that different to eight? What's going on here? Leeds, Glasgow, Belfast, Birmingham, London, Cardiff, and Bournemouth. They're actually doing really well on sales there because it says low availability um, on some of those uh, venues. Dublin as well. There we go. Uh, are you going to be at any of uh, at any of those venues to see Biffy Clyro? No, I want I want to get to Birmingham, but it's mainly because if we if we look at their support, it's for architects are supporting them, which is really which is biz- bizarre in a couple of ways. One because it's architects supporting Biffy Clyro, but architects played these venues themselves only a few months ago, so it's it's a very very big tour in that sense, which is probably why mm. ticket sales are doing quite well. Yeah. Um, I do, I do want to try and make for Birmingham Day. I don't know if I'm going to, but it's it's a massive tour. How do you find going to gigs in Birmingham? As in, is it a pleasurable time or is it a bit shit? Um, I try to uh, go to the gig and then come home <laughs> uh, as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's I, I joke. That's I used to go to Birmingham a lot for gigs. I used to it used to be my local area to go. Really? Um, there's some good venues in Birmingham, some good pubs. They're spread out across the city, but um, yeah, you know, you've got some good venues there, especially smaller venues. Um, I'm not a big fan of like the O2 Academy in Birmingham, but everything else is fine. I quite like the arenas in Birmingham. Do you really? Um, yeah, I'm I'm quite a fan of them. I don't know why. I just I just like them. They're colourful. Yeah, it's, it'll do. The NIA, NIA is a terrible venue. It's not the best. It's terrible. That's not the one that's in the city, is it? Yeah, that's is right it? in the centre. Yeah, by by the Sea Life yeah. Centre. Yeah, there's one that's a bit further away, isn't there? But I can't. I don't know what that is. There's one by the airport, which used to be NEC Arena. I don't know what it's called. Now. I think it's just Birmingham Arena or Utility the Resorts Arena. World Arena, isn't it? Like, oh, uh, Resorts, it res- now? Resorts World Arena or something like that. Fancy. Yeah, I went to the, the, the one that's in the city, the, the NIA. Yeah, that's yeah. what it used to be, whatever that is now. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, and it was... Um, yeah, I just didn't really enjoy my time in Birmingham, actually, when I went to see Royal Blood there. Um um, but I am going to the the one that you don't like, the other one, uh, the O2 Academy in Birmingham. Um, so <laughs> to see Sleep Token, Good yeah. Well, <laughs> what what's, no, what, should, what am I looking out for? What, what should I avoid? 
I mean, it's not a bad venue. It, well, it is for me. Um, the sound quality in there and the atmosphere is incredible. Like yeah. it's it's like a mini. It is like a mini Brixton in that sense because the the sound quality is incredible. The atmosphere is brilliant, but it's it's weird. You know, it's quite. I don't know how to say it. it's quite just quite small and compact, but also quite big. And you have to kind of get down in front of a sound desk if you're standing um, past the balcony before you can get kind of a good view. And it's it just gets quite cramped because it's quite small. Um, but you know, I've only, I've seen a few bands there. I've seen you know I saw Black Sabbath in there, which is pretty cool. But, really? Um, yeah, they were, like they were playing the O2 show. Academy. They did uh, before they did their re- reunion shows in 2012. They did one show at the O2 Academy in Birmingham. It was just them, no support. They played from half seven until 11 o'clock at night, and it was just beautiful. Fucking hell. Um, wow. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good venue for sound, and I, I, I go there if I have to. But it's, yeah. I just find navigating the venue can be a bit annoying. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're odd places, aren't they, O2 Academies? Because a lot of them used to be other-purposed buildings like cinemas or... Other theater type, yeah. theater type places, it didn't just, they? So odd, odd places. Um, so that's Biffy Clyro. Um, Pick It Up Fest is happening in High Wycombe. That's Lee, a do you know about town. this one? Um, <laughs> no, I do you know what I didn't actually until until, until you stuck it on the script. I thought Wycombe. Hang on, I had a look. Um, I recognised Tigress being on that lineup and obviously there's a lot of uh tribute acts and cover bands on the second day on the mm. saturday um yeah it's at the students students union um which is in the center of high wickham no i'd never i'd never heard of it um yeah there it is yeah there's a there's a lot of acts that i don't recognize i recognize the tributes on the Saturday, you've got Foo Forgers. <laughs> Do you know what I like? I quite like what they've done with the logo there, actually. Um, Fell Out Boy. Uh, Paramore Stiff GB. Biscuit. St- Stiff Biscuit. That's very good. I, I have I have seen Stiff Biscuit, actually, at um, Festwitch, which is a kind of a family-friendly festival. So none of the acts are allowed to swear on stage. Really? And so when you're watching a Limp Biscuit tribute, it was pretty much just every swear word. He was just moving the mic from his face and it was just hysterical. <laughs> so it. funny. But they're, they're good. Um, blinked 182. Uh, does that say Ducky? Dookie. Dookie. I imagine it's a green, green day, day, wasn't it? I imagine green day, yeah. Green day. Uh, yeah. The offspin. Um... Biffy McClyro. <laughs> oh my god! Do you know, I would, I would think I would, I would actually go to this just for the for the shits and giggles. It looks fun. Yeah, that'd be a good day, a good couple of days. You could get absolutely shit faced, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I'll have a good time. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So could that's I, could also pick rec- it up fest. Go on. Could I also rec- recommend that you do what you do in Birmingham? You literally you go there for the festival, then leave. <laughs> Because Wickham is just oh, there's nothing good in Wickham apart from the football team. Really, but nothing good. Oh, in so it's not like you're going to get mugged on the way out or something. You might do. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed Leverage to. Up. Wickham's supposed to be one of those. It's an affluent area in the south of Buckinghamshire. Oh, is it? It's a shithole. The centre of Wickham's a shithole. 
So, oh, yeah. right. It's an affluent shithole. Interesting. Um, so that is uh, Pick It Up Festival um, on the 4th and 5th of November, which is at a venue called The Venue, which yeah, looks like stu- it might be... It's the Students' Union. <laughs> right, okay. That's a confusing name to call your venue. But anyway, um, it's at The Venue, which is The Venue. So... Um, <laughs> After that, let's have a look here. We've got Seething Akira, who are touring the UK in October. Um, are you likely to uh, to see yourself at any of these? No, I mean, I and I've already expressed my anger. I, I, I love Seething Akira, but they're... Cause it's, so it's with Confessions of a Traitor, who are playing Stoke Underground, but Seething Akira aren't doing that show, and I'm fuming. Oh. I'm fuming. But I would go if I could. I absolutely love Seething Akira. Yeah, I mean, are there no other... Hmm, that's a shame. I mean, we're doing them. Leeds. We're doing Leeds, Bridgewater, Brighton and London. So closest is Leeds for me. But maybe, maybe I'll make a track. Probably won't, I'm lazy. I mean, it'd be... Um, Isn't the Stoke show happening this evening? It? Yeah, the Stoke show's tonight, um, yeah. but Stephen Akira aren't, uh, aren't on the bill, sadly. Oh. So, and I don't really know anything of Confessions of a Traitor, so... I've got no idea if they're good, bad, ugly, beautiful. <laughs> and you'll never it know. Could be all four. <laughs> <laughs> Worth seeing if they are. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, seizing Akira. Then we've got uh, Damnation Festival, which is at the BEC Arena in Manchester, which I did find out is Bowler's Exhibition Centre. I got very confused, yep. I think, a couple of episodes ago when I tried to say it was this other arena that hadn't been built yet because there is another arena being built in Manchester which is near to the Manchester City um, football ground. But yeah. I don't think it's that. It's Bowler's, Bowler's Exhibition Centre in Manchester, um, which is Saturday the 5th of November. Um, really good prices on this one. £65 to get in plus £4.75 fees. Um, and there's some interesting acts. It's an incredible lineup. They had, they sadly had Ministry drop out, who were their main headliner. Um, but but to replace that, but the Damnation guys have just brought together four incredible album sets with Converge, Godflesh, Pig Destroying, At the Gates. It's it's an incredible run. Like it's 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 ridiculous. I'm a big fan of Damnation. I've gone a lot of the years since 2007, and I'm even wearing last year's hoodie. So. How are you? Um, yeah, you can't really tell, but uh, it's, it's there. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good day. I mean, Pig Destroyer is is a name that I'm obsessed with, frankly. Um, that sounds like they're going to be a good band, are they? They, they are a very good band. They're around for quite a while as well. Oh, They've been doing, doing the rounds for a good few years, yeah. Um, See, I love that name. Yeah, and, and Godflesh, who who they played last year, so, so rebooking them wasn't a an easy mm. task for them. But um, they've got Street Cleaner and Fallen. And if you want to see, if you've ever thought Motorhead or think of the loudest band you've ever seen live, and then times it by about a hundred, wow. like I've I've never been in a room that shook that much. Like the the bass was ridiculous, <laughs> um, but I, it was just insane. But but yeah, Damnation's looking really good, and they've secured eight pound for a two pint cup of like dark fruits and beer and stuff and they've they're really going all out wow. um and it's due it's due to sell out any second they've got like 
six, seven hundred tickets left. Wow! Um, in in their first arena show, so it's it's yeah, it's it's going well. So, um, what's the venue like? Because I've only ever been to Bowlers in in Trafford Park in Manchester for very geeky um, computer sales things, and you know, like a sort of tables out sort of thing. I've never been to an actual festival at Bowlers. So, what's what's it like? Well, they've only just really started opening up to this kind of thing, I think, because they had a, a hardcore festival on there a couple of months back, which was apparently dead good. Um, there is a Star Wars bar, by all accounts, which uh, Damnation have opened up and selling passes for in like a VIP kind of bar. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very open area. So there used to be at Leeds Uni, which was very mm. confined. And, and getting between the stages was just it, like, it was abysmal. It was the one thing they couldn't help. Um no matter what they did, and you couldn't get into some of the stages sometimes because it was too full. Yeah. Um, so this is alleviating most of those problems because it's such a big. There's a, there's a whole. I think there's a whole Dodgems like within the arena, like <laughs> and a fun fair in the arena, and it's ridiculously wow. big. Um. So it should hopefully solve a lot of their problems. But yeah, it's. I'd recommend anyone who, if you like your, if you like your music on the heavier side, it's a brilliant day. I hadn't realised it was that big. That they've got enough room to have a fun fair in there. That's impressive. Yeah, it, it, it's nuts. Like, I mean, I've not been to the venue myself, but just from what like Gav and the Damnation team have put on from their visits, it just looks insane. Have you been to this, Rich? No, I'm, I've got my fingers crossed that I can uh, get to this year's though. Um, it's just going to be. I'm hoping there's going to be tickets left when I when I can uh, commit to it. Um, I'd love to. There's so many bands in that lineup that it's just incredible, absolutely incredible. And with it being in Manchester now rather than Leeds, it makes it a lot, a lot easier for me. Um, yeah, closer for you, isn't it? Yeah. Leeds. Yeah, they also do the. Sorry, come on. Yeah, I was going to say they also do the Night of Salvation the night before, which is like a pre, a pre damnation gig, and they're doing that in in the same place in Manchester, and that's got Celeste. We lost the sea. Ithaca, Pupil Slicer and Mastiff, which will be a stupid Pupil night. Slicer, for, yes. For a stupid <laughs> night for 25 quid. Yes. Like, it's God it's, it's mad. So it's almost like a two-day festival now because they've done this for the last couple of years. It's it's mad. Are we likely to see your face at this one, Lee? Probably not. It's a bit too far for me up Manchester, but the fact you just mentioned Pupil Slicer. Oh, of course. You don't travel, do you? That's fucking miles away. You'd have to leave near the end anyway. <laughs> no, I'd have to leave yeah, halfway. Halfway I'd have to leave to like almost like yeah. an hour in. Now, you piqued my interest though when you mentioned uh, Pupil Slicer. Um, they're a fantastic band. Um, I would like I would like to see them on a festival lineup at some point um, for for next year. Yeah, they're incredible. Yeah, they did they did Bloodstock and they were really good there. So it's mm. I think they're on their way up. There's a lot of talk about them at the minute. Yeah. Detonate Day Festival. On the 5th of November, Detonate Day Festival. This is interesting. Uh, this is not one that's, that I've come across before, actually. It's being organised by Castlefest, um, which has just happened, hasn't it? Yes, it was um, last, last weekend in Luton. Um, it's the same venue Luton. as Castlefest, the Tavern. Castle Tavern, sorry. Um the only band I recognise in that lineup is Away with the Seas. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about them. Oh, really? What have you heard? I, I mean, I just said that. I said, I said I've heard good things. 
I can't elaborate more things. than that. <laughs> oh, you can't? Okay. No. <laughs> I, I, I associate with, with the bad name Feel Shame, but I don't know, don't know who they are. To be fair, I, I um, associate I mean, associate more with depravity, but there we go. Swarmed, clockwork sky, <laughs> um, last existence, feel shame. That's, um, when is that? That is Saturday the 5th of November um, at the Castle Tavern in Luton. That's how you say that, isn't it, Lee? Luton. 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 <laughs> um, so uh, next we've got. See, there's not many festivals, but they're still putting them on. They're like little festivals, aren't they? Just little indoor, small ones. Festivals that are happening. Um, Airborne is playing. I believe Airborne are, are regulars at Download, aren't they? Yep. Pretty much. Can't get rid of them. Um, Airborne. <laughs> I share that sentiment. Doing... <laughs> you can't get rid of them. From the down, somebody keeps booking them, uh, and uh, somebody's booked them to do five events. We've got two shows in Inverness, which is a long way away, isn't it? Unless Uh, Neil, hang on, you don't. Uh, It's November the twenty fifth and November the twenty fifth, both both at seven o'clock. There's something quite wrong there on that on that listing because they're both the same day. Oh yeah. Oh, I wonder why. Maybe it's two different people doing tickets or something. I don't know. Yeah, it says on partner site, um, so it's probably um, as a sort of a sister site. Yeah. Then you've got uh, Glasgow as well, so it's a Scottish-themed... Are they Scottish? I don't know. Airborne. Um, and then you've got Manchester O2 Victoria Warehouse, which is absolutely huge, which is, uh, you know, mind-blowing that they would book somewhere like that. And then they've got London O2 Academy Brixton, which is like, I don't know what that's, but apparently it's quite quite a big place. Um, but the O2 Victoria Warehouse in Manchester, that's huge. That's massive. That is big. Yeah. So, um, see, it's an odd tour, that, isn't it? <laughs> well, I thought they were one of those... Band, they? I, big band. I thought they were one of those quite not generic, easily list, easy listening ACDC type bands. That a lot of, lot of old school it's, fans it's go dad for. rock, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's exactly what they are. And, like, I, I loved them. And I probably still would love them. I've not listened to any of their stuff for years. But when they released Running Wild, I loved the album. But I've not listened to any of their stuff. If I saw them alive, I'd have a lovely time, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're, they're, they're inoffensive, aren't they? They're, they're, yeah. they're fine. <laughs> they do what they do very well. They're a great band. Great band. Um, then we have got Kohi. I've spelled that wrong. I've put Coherd, Coheed, <laughs> and Cambria. Um, and uh, for those of you who remember those early episodes of FestPod, you might remember Dave Kingdon, who was on those early episodes, and he's a massive fan of Coheed and Cambria. Um, they are doing uh, six dates in the UK. That's coming up fairly soon. Let's have a look at where they're going to. Bristol, which is... Uh, um, Looks like it's sold out. Limited availability there. I'm never sure what it means on ticket on Ticketmaster when it says limited availability. Is that sold out? Because we're not, you know, I've tried to book Sleep Token today, and it's nah, it means they, it means they're going to fleece you and put the prices up because there's high demand for them. Oh, does it? Those bastards! Uh, <laughs> Bristol, Birmingham, London, Manchester, Nottingham, Rock City, and Glasgow. If you want to see Coheed and Cambria, 
What What are your thoughts on Rock City? That's a venue I've been to. It's probably my favourite venue of all time. It's my favourite venue in the UK by far. Like it's 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 probably my local now, and it's just great atmosphere, great sound, and you you just feel you get about two thousand, two and a half thousand people in there, and it's you just feel so close to every band, like because of the way the venue's laid out. Like I absolutely love the place. And I think a lot of artists do that play there as well. So it's it's a phenomenal venue. It's quite a weird shape, isn't it? Because it's like it's like it's, it's, it's sort of oblong shapes, but in the wrong way. You feel like yeah, no matter it's where... horizontal, <laughs> not landscape. No, not not portrait. That's the same thing. Yes, there you go. It's not portrait. And I don't oh, think I could get my head around it, and it, I just, it freaked me out. And I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> And yeah. is, it, is there an you, upper level to it as well? Yeah, so there is a there is a balcony and a balcony bar and stuff up there. It's 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 if you can get up on a balcony, it's a great view up there. Yeah, um, it's always quite a battle. But you know, if if you get on the floor, you've got a good view from anywhere because you just you're just right next to the stage wherever you stand, pretty much. Who have you seen there? Who haven't I seen that? I mean, I pretty much Enid Shikari are like the house band that I see there all the time. But you know, I've seen Enid Shikari, Trivium. Um, I feel like I've seen Corn in there. Yeah, I've seen Corn in there. Um, I, I've seen I've seen Avenged Sevenfold in there before they started in arenas. I, you know, you name them, they've probably played played there, and I've probably been there. It is. I hear it's a legendary ve- venue. It is. It's 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 very much legendary. Like a lot of artists have played there in in history. It's one of these independent venues that have just never changed. It's never been bought out by the O2s and the Carlings and all that. Like it's just purely independent. Have you been there, Rich? I have, yeah, several times. It's again share the sentiment. Absolutely outstanding venue. Great views, great sound, uh good bar access, two pint cups. Um you know, you're right, you are almost touching distance of the artists, whatever mm. you are. It's 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 really really good venue. And I, I wish I could get over there more often because I'd 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 much rather see bands in that venue than some of the others that we that we get. Yeah, definitely. Good sound system, as I recall. Oh, absolutely. And it's just, any acoustics Incredible. in there are just make make for it. Mm. So if you want to see Coheed in Cambria, they will be visiting Nottingham Rock City. Um, so we've also... Um, Pup are on tour, which is a Canadian punk band. Are you familiar with Pup? I, I I very much know the name from other people, but I can't say I've ever listened to any. I had a little bit of a listen, um, and I quite like it. Um, I, you know, it's not it's not one that I'm familiar with really. But again, I've I've heard I've heard the name before, but couldn't place any any tracks. Um, but yeah, I, I like these guys. They're doing six dates in the UK. They'll be on in Manchester. Um, at the O2 Ritz, which has a very bouncy floor. Apparently, I've never been in. Um, London's Roundhouse, uh, again, which I've not been to. Have you been to that one, Lee? Yes. Um, I saw him at the Roundhouse. Um, him? Their last, him, <laughs> their, their, their last ever UK show, um, or the last ever show nice. ever. Um, and not a huge him fan obviously it was the wife that booked the tickets so she 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 absolutely loves them but to be honest it was a great show um the venue itself is literally the the, the, 
the description's in the name. It's a roundhouse. It's a it's a it's a great little venue. It's in Brixton um, or Camden or something. Uh, I, I want to say Camden um, or Kentish Town. So roughly around, I think it's Camden Kentish Town is roughly just around the same area. So yeah, um, yeah, not not far from Camden. I've always got the impression it's a nice little venue, actually, the Roundhouse, but I've never been, so I'd like to. Um, Glasgow TV Studio, uh, Brighton Chalk, Bristol, and Birmingham's O2 Institute. Uh, that's happening in October. So if you want to go and see a bit of uh, pop punk, go and see pop. Uh, now, these Font- Fontaines DC, who, again, I wasn't really, I didn't know who they were, but I have heard the name. So again, I did a little bit of looking, uh, and quite like these as well. I would, I would go definitely go and see these um, Fontaines DC. They're Irish, aren't they? They are. Yeah, I, I've actually seen them live at Why Not Festival a couple of times. They're kind of a regular there. Um, I never listened to them on, on, on record or on Spotify, mm. um, but but live, they're they, you know they're, they're pretty good. They they put on a nice show. They're, they're good fun. Yeah, I've only listened to a couple of tracks, and the couple of tracks I listened to I really liked. So I would actually, I mean, I'm half even considering spending the money to go and watch these. Um, although, if you know, the, 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 the tickets are selling out, um, Hull, you'll probably do all right. Hull's Bonus Arena, um, Leeds, this is in November, Leeds O2 Academy, limited availability, which probably says no tickets left um then another date in leeds manchester's o2 victoria warehouse which is another one where you've got limited availability oh there's a couple of dates uh there's three dates at the victoria warehouse uh wow i know exactly they're they're a huge band i I had no idea they were that big i'll be completely honest no i (laughs) I mean you, you don't hear that much about them no um stockton on tees which is an interesting choice of destination to go to. But there we are, Stockton Stockton Globe, um, Glasgow, a couple of dates there, Swansea, Swansea Arena, uh, Birmingham, Nottingham Rock City, London's Eventim Apollo, Edinburgh, Belfast. There's loads of dates there, doing. This is a big tour for them. 28 uh, dates um, that I'm looking at there. So I may, let's have a look at this, November, mid-November, they're in Manchester on the 13th. That looks like the only dates that I would be able to really do. 3150. Huh. Huh. Possibly. Thinking about Possibly it. Possibly happening. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you buying a ticket let's now? See. Will I be able to... I'm looking at is, it. Is I'm this just, happening? I'm looking, I just want to see. I just want Can to we sit- get through to the um, to, to the purchase phase? And can you just type in your bank card for me? <laughs> the last three on the back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh look, they are available. You can get tickets because the, there's three dates at the O2 Victoria Warehouse, and two of them look like they're pretty much sold out. Uh, but you could get there on the 13th if you wanted to go. Might see you there. Um, uh, Parkway Drive, While She Sleeps, and Lorna Shaw uh, kicks off tonight. And you're going to this, aren't you, uh, Eamon? Oh, I am in Sunday in Nottingham at the arena. Not Rock City, sadly, but yeah, well, like, what a lineup. I mean, Parkway Drive bringing their full stage up alone, but While She Sleeps, probably the, one of the hottest bands of the last like mm. last two years. Like, I think, weirdly, they really thrived in the pan- or thanks to the pandemic, you know, 
they had massive slots at Bloodstock and the Download Pilot, yeah. and then Lorna Shaw for a, for a band that I, I don't think has any original members. Um, <laughs> they they they're, they're incredible, um, and and Will Ramos like is just giving them a whole new lease of life as a band. Like if if you've not seen any of it or heard any of his vocals, it's it's just phenomenal. Um, and they they were ridiculous at Bloodstock, and I think they're going to have a big year. But it's it's a ridiculous lineup. That sounds great. That does. Um, so that is uh, literally about to start, isn't it? It's the, you've got Saturday, the uh, October the first at the Manchester AO Arena, Manchester Arena, Motorpoint Arena in Nottingham. Um, on the Sunday, third of October, the Monday, Cardiff Motorpoint Arena. And then they're off around the world, aren't they? So you've only got that, those, those three days. Yeah. And then, you know, the next few weeks, who knows, they'll be announced for download. Maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that, oh, that date so? there. Yeah. Um, the, the 8th of June, which is obviously the first day of download music this year. You've got to imagine the three days after they could be in the UK for download. Um, if they're on the Saturday, that's because awesome. Because they're in Austria, the aren't they, for Nova Rock? Yeah. So if they're on the Saturday for download, that's the day I want to go for download. It's going to be doing a day ticket. If they're there, that has to be amazing because, as Eamon said, the vocalist they've got now is just phenomenal. Um, what's, there's a track that's top of all their, of, like, I think the top of their Spotify. I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's something he does at the end of that track. Yeah, Eamon, I can see your face. You know what track I'm talking about. To the Hellfire, yeah. That's it, to the Hellfire. Yeah. Thank you. There's something he does with his vocals at the end there that is just, uh, I'm captivated. Um, I've heard it been described as a pug dying, but to me, it just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it sounds yep. incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, do you know what? I, um, that lineup, Lorna Shaw, uh, Washington and Parkway. Yeah. That's, inc- that's an incredible lineup for a, for a show. And I'm actually a little bit jealous. Yeah. And tickets are only like, I think they were like fifty quid, which is which is nothing nowadays for an arena mm. show, especially of that caliber and lineup. It's it's cheap. It's a bargain, that isn't it? Yeah, I you don't pay fifty is. quid for an arena show nowadays. Let alone, if, I've, it's been a while since I've wanted to see all three bands on a bill like that. So yeah, I'm that's quite it. rare, isn't it? That's what yeah. I was like last night with um, Fola, uh, Four Stroke Baron, and uh, Voyager. The minute I saw the lineup, I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get there for doors to see all three bands. Granted, and you saw half of Vola's set, but you know, got to see all three of them at some point. You saw them, I did. So, if there's a gig, a festival, or a piece of music that you want to recommend to us, let us know on the socials or in the comments below. Just search for FestPod if you're searching for us. Next up, we're going to get our FestPod favourites. This is where we recommend something that we've seen that we like lee let's go for you first of all what's your fest pod favorite well, i'm currently trying to episode? i'm currently trying to pull it out and i know it looks kind of strange pulling it out i'm looking oh. down <laughs> what? Because, no this is not we're not doing well, that lee it is it is quite small so i bet it is hard to find <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even gonna argue that i don't actually think <laughs> this is making even funny i don't think it's actually in what i've got no, it's not. Right, so basically, we're all ageing, aren't we? And 
the only thing. Oh, thanks for that. Yes, yes, Lee. <laughs> yeah, we're all aging. We're all getting old. Um, and it's something that's only, that I've only started doing in the last couple of years. It's taking um, ear protectors for uh, gigs and that, like earplugs. Um, and I have here a little case, here protect, basically a little, a little brand that basically have their own um, earplugs. And they're not like the normal little foam ones you get. Um, you've got three different types of settings that you can interchange depending on what, um, how sensitive you want them. Um, earplugs will generally take out the loud booming bass and, and high frequencies. And this pack here gives you the sort of choice of which ones you actually well, actually want. Um, I recommend them because basically you need your hearing. Nobody wants to be deaf early. And unfortunately, it's an occupational hazard when you go to gigs quite a lot. So, yeah, my recommendation is earplugs when you go to a festivals and gigs. Is there a particular set that you've got there that you, you like? Because I know you've got multiple sets of earplugs, haven't you? No, these these are just these are generic so just generic generic pair of um earplugs. Um you can get it doesn't matter really matter the the, the product name on them. They're, they're all generally the same. Um it was just compared to the foam ones that you can put in your earplugs where you get in all sorts of industries, not just those working behind the bars and uh, gig venues. Uh these ones they have three different sorts of types of settings, so you can cancel out different types of frequencies and bass notes. Because everyone's hearing is is unique, isn't it? Everyone has mm-hmm. their own. Um, I don't know what I'm saying there, really, but their own sort of hearing. <laughs> Everyone's got their own hearing, um, yes. and sensitivity to certain frequencies or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, it's probably wise to have a look around to see what what suits you. Yes. All right. There's your Festpod favourite for this episode. Let's move on to Rich. What's your first Hey, so just want to just quickly say 100% agree with Lee there. I've, I've started doing it over the last 18 months or so, and it's made such a difference to my life. I, I use uh, Alpine Hearing Protection, which is what a lot of musicians use on stage, and they're just wonderful at reducing the entire frequency bands down a couple of steps, so you still get the music, how it should sound, just at, a, at an actual listenable volume and they're great um but anyway for me this month i have gone for it's certain from biffy fucking clyro and they've just released on pre-release uh, a celebration of endings uh live from the Barrowland ballroom in glasgow the thing they did during covid where they live streamed the entire a celebration of endings lp um Absolutely incredible. If you haven't seen it, watch it. But they've just released it. Well, they're releasing this uh, on the 14th of October. It's on pre-order now. It's 40 quid. It's a 2LP set, a uh, Blu-ray of the show, and an exclusive print. There's 3,000 of them worldwide. Get on it. This is going to be an incredible collector's item. Um, just store.biffyclyro.com. There you go. There we go. Um... Are you, so we've got some very nice looking vinyl there, actually. Oh, absolutely, I, I, I was I was drawn to them like a magpie or something. Just a slight the color the color of them. If, if if they come out like that, they're going to be incredible. Is that silver or white? See that I, I've been toying with this. I I think it's silver. Okay. 
but that probably will be white because that makes more sense. What are you most looking at uh, um, forward to from this package of a print, LPs, and Blu-ray? All of it, to be honest with you. Um, I, th- I, th- I think the the LPs are going to be incredible to hear that yeah. show um, or final, uh, mm. but also it, it's a show that I, I don't know. You can get it out there for free, but this is like. It's the collector's item, and this, the, yeah. the actual show itself on Blu-ray is going to be incredible as well. Um, so I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm half masked over all of it. All right, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm there. Wow, and, and you, it's on its way, is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Eamon, what's your Festpod favourites? Well, those two are pretty hard to beat because I agree with both of them. Biffy Claro and earplugs all over. I was looking for my earplugs, but um, I can't find them. So that bodes well for Sunday. But um, <laughs> I'm actually going to uh, have a favourite, which is a book, which is odd for me because I can't read. Um, <laughs> no, I can just. But um, okay. this book he's is... Not, uh, he's, not, he's, 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 not, he's not even joking. You, you can't. Don't laugh at him. I, I, I might get the audio version. Um, oh, I love audio books. <laughs> This one could be particularly good because it's um, it's the Enshikari biography, um, the first ever one. Which um, you might think it's weird that Enshikari has a biography because you associate that with bands that have been going for year, like twenty plus years, but actually they have been. You know, they they they're over twenty years as a band now, Shikari, and they're still in their original form. So it's 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 been quite a ride for them. I think I've followed them since since the early two thousands. I've even uh, like since they supported my friend's band at a gig, wow! Like that, that kind of early on, and I've I've probably seen them fifty plus times. I've I lost count, but um, they're a band I've followed a lot. So it'll be good to see how they've stuck to their guns, and you know they they've always been keen to be independent for as much as they can. So it's I think it should be a very interesting a very interesting read. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. This one uh, is out on October 26th, and it's standing like statues. There it is. Oh, just standing cool. on them there. Um, but yeah, Standing Out Like Sadges is an actual biography. And it's done by Luke Morton, who um, is actually quite a reputable um, music journalist. And he's an editor for Kerrang! and has been for quite a while. So he, you know, he knows his stuff about the band. So it should be really good. Ooh, Lee, are you going to get this? Um, I am now masturbating it. Yeah, um, I'm definitely, definitely intrigued. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a hardback as well. That um, it's, it's quite a meat. It's going to be a meaty, uh, a meaty book. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Fucking oh, hell! Sorry, a meaty, a meaty book. Yes, we all like a meaty. That, book. That's what we're going with. <laughs> a meaty hardback. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, my fist pod favourites. Um, now, um, as someone who visits download pretty much every year since 2016 um i've noticed that people love to talk about greg's and how they wish there was a greg's on site i feel, <laughs> I feel like you've got stuff to say who doesn't I, like a greg's for those listening outside the uk greg's is um a chain of bakeries in the UK, which is I, very popular. I, I, 
I prefer a Sayers, I'll be honest with you. Do you really? Yeah. Can, can we kick Rich from the core, please? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I found that you, they, um, Greg's as a bakery has done something very weird. Now, this is probably genius on their part, but they have started making, <laughs> in partnership with uh, Primark, which is a, a clothing store in the UK, for those outside the UK, uh, they have started making merchandise. So I have actually bought some, which I have here, and I'm going to demonstrate for you. Now then, I know it's not a steak bake, <laughs> but... You've actually got the T-shirt. Oh, have. my God. Yes. <laughs> this it, has taken can a we, turn. Can, can, can we kick Neil from the call, please? This is, <laughs> do you know what? This is the nearest we're going to get to Greg's being at download is when I'm wearing this T-shirt. So um, it's not... Um, it's Primark, which is a, a cheap brand. <laughs> so it's not exactly expensive. Eight quid for a T-shirt. They also had... Do you, now, when you go to download on the merch stall, you know how they've got those really expensive sort of... Um, it's like a cardigan. I don't know what to... I can't really... It's like a jacket thing. It's like a cardigan jacket thing. You must know what I'm talking about. 50 quid. A hoodie? Like a hoodie. It's not a hoodie. It's not a hoodie. It's like a jacket. It's like a jacket. Anyway, they've got those with Greg's written down the side of the arm. <laughs> I mean, they've got quite. A, they've got. They've got. Um, they've got sliders. They've got shorts. Um, sausage roll briefs. Oh, what, what, they've missed a trick there. They've missed a trick. Why haven't they got a large sausage roll <laughs> appropriately yeah. positioned? You know, they should have really, shouldn't they? They should have thought about that. Yeah. Nine and, and a donut on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well done. Why do you see you should be working for them and suggesting That's all it. these? Well, there's a hoodie that they've got. Um, it's, it's, I mean, you know, I have to say it's quite nice, apart from the fact that it's got Greg's written all over it. Um, they've got um, a, a Greg's. What the hell? We, see, when I was young, we used to call this a bum bag. Um, and if you're in the States, you might call it a fanny pack. But. <laughs> Greg's and Primark want to call it a crossbody bag, which is it's because the way the way that the youngers now wear their bum bags or fanny packs, it's across the it's across here. It's not their body. meant to be around your waist. It's across where? Sorry, across the shoulder like that. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. It makes it makes it easier for them to get the drugs in and out. So. <laughs> <laughs> get them out of here and just yeah yeah um so they've they've also they've i mean you know i was trying to ham-fistedly describe a jacket to you uh well i think i've got a picture of it here there it is it's a sort of oh my god i mean could you could you see yourself in that it's 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 i don't know what we're describing this as really but it's 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 a varsity jacket isn't it? it it's it's yeah, it's it's just it's just a buttered up or hoodie, he looks isn't it? Like, essentially, he looks like he went to Woodstock '99. He does. He does. <laughs> I can't see anything. The image doesn't come off on my screen yet. Okay, well, it's a bloke with. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, I can't see. I don't even. I can't even. I can't really describe this. Um, <laughs> he looks like Macaulay Culkin was into new metal. <laughs> yeah well i see again i can't argue with that um because they've even got 
these lovely fucking crocs <laughs> crocs with Jesus Christ. wow um now at download it wouldn't be out of place but i you know i, I don't know about anywhere else no there is i there is a bloke that goes to download i think he does a lot of other festivals around the country as well where he does wear a full greg suit does it i mean blazer blazer trousers tie he wears the full <laughs> shebang and it, it it it's it's hilarious but yeah so not so not so foolish now am i spending eight pounds on a t-shirt that just says Greg's well, on no, it? no you are you are i mean i why don't you wear it download well that was the idea and i get was the gonna wear it around where i live why, why don't you why wear not? it on the next podcast <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> just, just saying. Well, because I think wearing it on a podcast that is now visual for, for two hours might, con- might constitute an advert. And to be honest, I think I'd want some Greg's for it or some cash. Um, so unless I tell them that I'm going to be wearing some of their lovely merch. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that, really. Hey, uh, could you imagine that? We were just sat here, like eat, eating, like like um, the, the Greg's pastries and that during the podcast. Well, that's going to sound lovely, yeah. isn't it? Oh, get that ASMR in. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> People love that sort of thing. Anyway, <laughs> God. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if it's a recommendation, really, but just information that you can buy Greg's merch if you want to be close to the brand. Download. That's probably the nearest you're going to get to it. Because it's never going to happen, is it? They're never going to bring a Greg to, to download. It's never going to happen. You need to get over it. I'm sure people said that about co-op. And Domino's. Is Domino's... Domino's, Domino's, Domino's isn't a download, Dom- is it? Domino's happened once. It was a disaster. But it even did delivery <laughs> to, to campsite hubs. It happened once. When it was, was about that? 20 quid for like a slice. It was... Maybe 2012, 2013, somewhere around that. Wow. Time. <laughs> and it was, it a was one disaster. year. <laughs> yeah. What awful. happened? Well, it was like Domino's pizza is expensive anyway, but they'd charge about 30 or 40 quid for something that's normally 20 quid. And then you could get it delivered to the campsite hub, of which is just these poor volunteers being handed about 400 pizzas. <laughs> and they're having to deal with all these pizza orders, not having a clue what's going on or who's oh, ordered what. It was, it was. A beautiful mess, and they never returned. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Whereas, on the, on the other side, Greg's might actually work quite nicely. Yeah, I can see it happening. But it's never good. Like a good pastry. So, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, if you like what you've heard, please consider supporting FestPod on Patreon, which we now uh, have um, an account set up for. So if you want to support us, um, all the money will go back into making FestPod. Um, so that'd be very nice if you just search for FestPod on Patreon. We'd be very grateful. Or you can just give us a review. Be nice to us uh, wherever you found us. Um, and if it's not a five-star review, why bother? Don't bother. Just give us a five-star <laughs> review um, and tell us how great we are. We'd love that. Uh, it does help more people find us, basically. That's why we're asking you to do a review. Uh, we are on the socials as well. Just look for FestPod and on YouTube, which you may well be watching us on right now. Uh, but if you're not, again, just search for FestPod. So that's it. Thanks for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. A Wilco Productions podcast. I love a steak bake. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Festpod, the unofficial rock festival guide, is part of the Acast Creator Network.